0: What's up everybody you are listening to locked on now NHL local experts with the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host Daniela Bruce and thank you for making locked on now your first listen every weekday. We've got our locked on NHL host here to tell you everything you need to know from the night in hockey. Let's take a look at what you might have missed from around the league yesterday. Let's go around the league. The Chicago Blackhawks have struggled to find the back of the net since the start of the second half, and that continued in a shutout loss to the rival St. Louis Blues on Sunday. Locked on Blackhawks tries to figure out what's gone wrong with the sticks for
1: Chicago. Not many more things I hate in this world than losing to the St. Louis Blues. What's up, everyone? I'm Jack Bushman from Lockdown Blackhawks. And earlier this afternoon, the Chicago Blackhawks fell four to nothing at the United Center to the division rival Blues. This was the fourth and final meet, excuse me, fourth and final meeting between these two teams this season. And it was the second time that the Blackhawks have been blanked by Jordan Bennington and the Blues, the complete opposite of Friday's game against the New Jersey Devils where they went out and potted eight here today. The offense was completely stymied couldn't find the back of the net and what was disappointing too was the first period the effort was really good against a red hot blues team that has been racking up points here as of late the effort was really good after 20 minutes for the most part but then in the second they kind of let their defensive woes get to them connor murphy and caleb jones both had games to forget about a couple of costly turnovers by each that led to goals for st louis hawks also let david perron make it three to nothing late in the second period on the power play so the penalty kill came back to bite them um and just an overall frustrating game to watch from start to finish because it was just clear the Blackhawks weren't on the same level as the St. Louis Blues where they were making crisp passes they were getting out of their zone easier didn't commit nearly as many turnovers and then tip of the cap to Jordan Bennington in that when he was challenged he came up uh, with with each and every stop so Tough way for the Blackhawks to lose here today, four to nothing on their home ice. Or even let's go Blues chance. Roman through the United Center. It was terrible. Um, and that now marks, I believe, the seventh loss in the last eight games for the Blackhawks against the Blues. So they haven't been able to get the best of this division rival foe here in quite some time. And it came in about as bad of fashion as you could imagine. So quite a frustrating loss for the Blackhawks. They've now lost four of their first five games during the six-game homestand. And will look to put together a much better effort on Thursday against the Edmonton Oilers. For more of a recap of the 4-0 loss to the Blues, be sure to check out tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Your team every day. The New York Islanders have been making their way around the West Coast in their latest road trip and
0: didn't allow a goal while in Anaheim last night. Our Lockdown Islanders host says that playing their brand of hockey helped New York make it look easy last night in California.
2: Gil Martin of Lockdown Islanders here, Islanders blank the ducks four to nothing to earn a big win on their fourth game of their West Coast Swing. Obviously, Ilya Sorokin a big game with the shutout, but here's the key for the Islanders. They played their game. They got out to an, a, a lead early, and when it was two to nothing, you knew the Islanders were in lockdown mode. They waited for the Ducks to make their mistakes, and they capitalized on them. Big game for the birthday boy, Casey Sizikis who had a goal and an assist, and Ross Johnston, who was put into the lineup instead of Matt Martin with two primary assists. Big game for Ross, the boss, but overall for the Islanders, the best part, they played the kind of hockey they need to play in order to earn wins, and that's an encouraging sign for the Islanders. For more, listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts.
0: The other New York team in action last night could not get a win. The Rangers fell at home to the Canucks and Lockdown Rangers tells us why New York couldn't send the fans in the Garden home happy.
3: Hey, what is going on, Ranger fans? This is John Chick of Lockdown New York. Rangers here to talk about the Rangers coming up short in the Garden tonight, losing to the visiting Vancouver Canucks by a score of 5-2. to two. I know there were a lot of Ranger fans, that not a lot, but there were at least some on social media that were getting on Alex have a little bit. Um, didn't really think that he was at fault in this one. I mean, I would say maybe the Canucks' second goal, he would want that one back. But besides that, you know, a lot of goals coming as a result of turnovers or just picture-perfect deflections. Rangers were really sloppy in their own end tonight. I thought that really came back to bite them. And uh, something else I noticed about this game is that, you know, the Rangers, obviously, post-All-Star break, haven't really been scoring a ton of goals. I think in only one of their games since the All-Star break have they scored more than two goals. And, you know, part of the reason for that is some of their star players are in just minor slumps right now. Nothing too crazy. But given that the Rangers are a little bit of a top-heavy team, and given that, you know, a couple guys aren't scoring at the clip that you would typically expect them to, uh, I think that's why you're seeing these low goal totals. And it's something that, you know, hopefully the Rangers maybe will rectify at the trade deadline. They can add somebody, uh, you know, a depth piece, somebody to contribute some secondary scoring or whatever it might be. But, uh, yeah, just one of those games that got away from them. I I think, you know, the fact they were playing the second half of a back-to-back definitely showed. And uh, I think there are better days ahead. But uh, we'll be talking all about this in the next episode of Locked On New Year. Rangers, do not miss it.
0: The San Jose Sharks are excited about some of the young talent on the roster and coming up. A few of those young players flashed the star potential in leading San Jose to a win against the Kraken. Locked On Sharks gives you all the names to remember.
4: The kids are all right. I'm Jade Young of Locked On Sharks. And the Sharks behind the children win three to one over the Seattle Kraken. Um, Scott Reedy scores his first NHL goal, which Proves to be the game winner, and then Jonah, Jonah Gadovich, uh caps on the insurance goal in the third period. Um, in a game where the Sharks continue to start slowly, but James Reimer and his 39 saves kept them in the game until they started to kind of get their footing. So, uh, good game for all the youngsters and rookies who played well in this game, and you know, very positive signs from from their play. But there's still trouble. In concerns with the Sharks 5-on-5 five five play. So we'll discuss this game and the Bruins game tomorrow on Locked on Sharks wherever you get your podcasts and of course subscribe to us on YouTube. And that's all for
0: Locked on Now NHL. Thank you so much for making Locked on Now your first listen every weekday. Now that you're done here, make sure you head over to Locked on NHL and your team's local Locked on podcast. I'm Daniela Bruce and this has been Locked on Now.